G'day, let me ask you something. Are you a video producer working with your clients on video projects to market their business? Are you done with producing videos for your clients only to see those videos go nowhere, do nothing and fail to get results for your clients? Yep, me too. You see, I believe that as video producers, it's time for us to step up, to take the lead and make a real difference for our clients by creating video that works, video that gets results, video that returns on our clients' investment. What are we really being hired for? To just produce a great video or to actually deliver a solution to help our clients' businesses grow? How do you wanna serve your clients? How are you developing in your video business to meet the need now and into the future? If any of this is resonating with you, then I'd love to invite you to join my freshly updated and super valuable free training series, The Rise of the Video Strategist. Over the course of the next few days, starting Friday the 11th of September 2020, I'll be sharing three detailed training videos walking you through my entire online video strategy blueprint framework and it'll kickstart your journey as a confident video strategist. Learn more and join the free training right now at onlinevideostrategyblueprint.com. It all kicks off this week, Friday the 11th of September, so don't miss out. Onlinevideostrategyblueprint.com. Okay, are you ready to jump into this week's episode? Let's go. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy, as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos. Now let's get on with the show. G'day and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, and it's my role to help you engage your ideal audience through effective video marketing strategy. I nearly, nearly didn't get that out. Okay, this is episode 161, and I'm excited that you're here. This is a good one. Um, I'm really looking forward to bring this one to you because increasingly across the board, I believe that we're seeing a shift in the world of video and digital marketing. You see, quite simply, video creation for business, it's no longer solely in the hands of video production companies. Likewise, marketing and advertising is no longer solely handled by just the big agencies. And when we think about social media marketing, yep, not the sole domain for people who call themselves social media managers. And it's a good thing too, because for businesses and marketers, it's this multi-platform integrated content strategy approach that brings various capabilities in new ways together with the single aim of building a business. And that really is what it should be all about. So in today's episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share with you an interview with video strategist Elizabeth Pitcorn, owner of CI Marketing based in New Zealand. In this interview, we'll explore how Elizabeth has been successfully integrating both a marketing agency approach alongside her video production skill sets, how she's been positioning the importance of video strategy for her clients and we're gonna break down her journey building confidence 
as a video strategist. So whether you're a video producer yourself or a business owner looking to better understand the role of video strategy for your business, then this episode will surely contain some gold nuggets of wisdom for you, I'm sure. Okay, let's do it. Let's dive in to my interview with Elizabeth Pitcorn from CI Marketing. Elizabeth, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks. Yeah, it's awesome to have you here. I'm really looking forward to our chat today um, because you are a video marketer, a video strategist in the trenches doing this with your clients, um, this stuff that I talk about all the time. So I'm really excited for our conversation to see where this goes today. So for people that haven't heard of you before and come across you and, and CI Marketing, your company uh, there in just outside of Christchurch, right, New Zealand? Uh, we're in Christchurch, actually. In yeah. Christchurch. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome city. So tell us, who are you? What do you do? And uh, tell us a bit more about your story getting to where you are today. Yeah, sure thing. Um, so my name is Elizabeth Pitcorn. Um, I'm the owner and the manager of CI Marketing. And we've been going since 2011. Um, the company actually was born out of the Christchurch earthquake. So um, there became a need for the contract style marketing work in Canterbury in the wider Christchurch area and uh, saw that opportunity and basically built the business from there. So I started just with myself and got pretty busy and um, brought in another staff member and she's actually still with us today. So she's been with us since almost the beginning and um, we just grew from there and grew our skill set and, and uh, what we wanted to achieve and here we are in 2020. Um, awesome. So I guess for us, um, we we really specialise in um, content creation from a marketing perspective, um, and what's really important to us is being able to give um, effective and ethical marketing solutions to people, so that we're we're giving them what they actually want and what they need, um, not what we just think will give us a paycheck. So yeah. that's really important to us. Yeah, love it. So, what type of businesses do you primarily work with? Yeah, good question. Um, so up until very recently, we've specialised in services, essentially. So anything that's um, happily work with products as well, but we, we've got a lot of experience with services. Um, for us, we've got a huge amount of experience specifically in the tourism industry, uh, which right now, given the sort of uncertain times that we're in, um, has been a little bit challenging both for them and for us. Yeah. Um, so we're looking to sort of diversify into some other industries as well. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. And um, so when you say you're a marketing agency and obviously you guys you know, do a lot of video as well, can you talk to us about the kinds of services you provide? Yeah, definitely. So uh, we do a lot of uh, overall marketing strategy work with people. Um, Content-wise, we obviously are film producers. Uh, we do the filming and editing in-house. So we have that, that capability. We have three photographers on our staff. Um, we have a website developer, content writer. Um, what else do we do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically all around that sort of content style. We do a lot of campaign work with people, so multi-platforms using content that either we repurpose that they already have or content that we create for them um, and just following through the, the whole process from planning, um, implementation and right through to measuring results and, and um, celebrating success, of course. Love it. So what role do you think that video plays in a good marketing strategy today? Yeah, really good question. I mean, for us, it's actually the basis. So um, we think that people are 
super oversaturated in content in general and video just provides that edge over still images mm. um, and like I mentioned you know with our working in services and especially in tourism I mean the next best thing to experiencing something yourself is to experience it through video um, and yeah we just think that's the best way to promote your offer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I couldn't agree more, obviously. Um, and I thought, I'm sure the listeners to this podcast as well are on board with that. So, you know, but in your experience, you know, when you've been working with clients or bringing clients in to, to the way you guys work, um, where do you see people struggling with either implementing video or making the decisions to implement video? What are the mistakes they're making? Well, this is where I have to admit that I've 100% stolen your amazing saying of creating video for video's sake. Um, and it just works because people understand it. Um, you know, people come to us and they say, hey, our competitors have made a video, so we need one, just go and make it. Um, yeah. And, you know, we also even get people that come to us that might have been sold a really good deal for a digital placement ad. And they think, yeah, great, I'll grab that deal, it's half price. And then they realize they actually need video content for the ad. Um, so it's very much sort of cut before the horse situation. Yeah. <laughs> we come across that a lot. Um, so I think that's where businesses struggle a lot is they don't understand that you can't just say, I need a video and I need it tomorrow. Um, you need to put a little bit of planning in behind there for the strategy. Yeah. So how do you help flip their thought process around that if that's what they're coming to you thinking? What's your yeah. process? Yeah, it's interesting, actually. We've been doing a lot more of this lately. I think with the current um, sort of unknown economic times, the situation that's going on throughout the whole world, um, I think people are starting to be a bit more open to doing things differently, which is great. Um, I mean, if you look at people in New Zealand, and I'm sure likewise in Australia, they're very hands-on, kind of get it done, plan later sort of people. Um, but we are noticing that change in mindset a wee bit, which is really cool. Um, so for us, the way that we handle it is we've sort of developed two ways. Uh, one is that we work with them to develop a strategy for them. Um, now, we already developed marketing strategies, but what I really saw the opportunity for was getting video into that marketing strategy. So it becomes a whole section on its own, or actually just creating a video strategy on its own. Um, and the other thing that we've been doing and finding a lot of interest in is people who actually want to be trained in creating a strategy for themselves. So mm. we've um, started doing a lot of that and actually training people on how to create a marketing strategy with video or just a video strategy. So let's talk about that. Those, those businesses who are being proactive and thinking strategically about their marketing. I mean, obviously that's, that's great. So, you know, how do you, like what are the steps you might walk someone through to start from, I guess they're starting from scratch, right? Not having a marketing or video strategy. And what, maybe can you walk us through some of that process? Yeah, it's really interesting. I don't think we've come across two businesses who are the same, um, which of course makes our job a little bit tricky, but super interesting at the same time. Um, we have a lot of people that come to us and think they've got their strategy sorted, but it's all up here in their head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we really encourage them to get some of this information down on paper. Um, a really interesting tool that I picked up from uh, doing the um, online blueprint actually has uh, been using the marketing needs analysis process. So 
So that's actually where we start now with people with this strategy, so that we get a really good indication of which area we actually need to spend more time on to help them. Um, so that's been an amazing tool to implement in that process. So um, the, the marketing needs analysis that Elizabeth's referring to is a tool that I that I share with students in the online video strategy blueprint. But for people that obviously aren't familiar with that, can you just give us a top level understanding of how you use that, what that is? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a series of 15 questions um, that essentially we, it's a self-ranking um, situation. So we've done this on Zoom with people during lockdown situations. We've done it in person. We've sent it through email. Um, no one way seems to work better. They all work really well. Um, and we get the, the customer themselves to have a look at each of the questions and, and they essentially rank themselves on how well they think they're doing on each of those areas. And then out of that, we create a chart um, and that shows us visually, it shows them visually which part of the customer funnel they are struggling with. So whether that be awareness around their brand or their product, whether it be in the consideration phase, et cetera. And then we sort of focus our strategy around that really. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And when you've identified those gaps in their current marketing, how does that help you then uh, define a strategy for them? Um, once again, it becomes very specific to the customer. So it yeah. depends on whether we're talking at a brand level or whether we're talking at a product level or service level. Um, and what sort of budget always has to come into it. So what is their actual marketing budget that they have to work with going forward? Um, obviously we could create, you know, an amazing um, advertising plan, video based plan going forward, but if they have quite a limited budget, then you have to scale that suit. Um, it's about working out, you know, going back to the target audience process of where, you know, who are their customers? Where are their customers creating those personas, which is another tool that we've got from you as well. Um, creating those personas, really understanding the, what drives their customers, and then that results in where are they and what do we need to put in place strategy-wise for them to actually attract the right people. Love it. Awesome. So you mentioned their budget and budget always comes into play, particularly when you're working with smaller businesses or you know, if a listener to this podcast is a smaller business and maybe doesn't have unlimited budget. I mean, who has unlimited budget, right? But, um, you know, how, what would you say to those smaller businesses if they've defined a good strategy, so they put some thought into planning, um, you know, maybe they've, you know, under, they've done some work to understand their audience, they've identified some gaps, you know, in their funnel that they can potentially plug with video. What's What are some tips that you might share with that business who maybe doesn't have the budget to hire you guys or a video production company to actually make the content for them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's another area we've actually put in specific to um, the, the video side of things. We've put a training process in place. So we can actually come in for a couple of hours and teach people how to use their iPhone to frame properly to, you know, the right kind of lighting, you know, even buy a $100 gimbal to put your phone on or, or a tripod or, you know, whatever, you know, steady it against some books, whatever it may be to give them the basic tips that they can do this stuff themselves and don't be afraid to try. There's really no such thing as failing. You know, all there is is trying and learning and then getting better. So for us, it's very much about 
telling people to have a look at their results, so having a goal and then looking at their results. And if their results are achieving what they want to achieve, that's awesome. Keep building on that. If not, change something. Just change one or two things. Give that a wee tweak and, and have another go. But hey, if you're doing some marketing, it is better than no marketing. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm all for any level of marketing. Yeah, and I think what's so critical about what you said there, Elizabeth, was that you know have have a plan, establish some goals for what you're doing, so that you can measure whether or not it is achieving what you intended it to achieve. But you don't need a big budget. You can just get get out there and start doing stuff, but not stuff for stuff's sake, video for video's sake, because when you've put some strategic thought behind it, then you're going to be head and shoulders above, you know, another business that's just making stuff and putting it out there, right? So I really love Yeah, one hundred percent. And another thing that we really think is is quite needed, really getting the personality of you as a business across. So whether that be you as the owner or the manager, maybe you've got a quirky staff member, maybe there's you know something that is unique for you guys that that you really want to get across. Get that personality across and that's actually going to start that awareness kicking in. Then you're going to get sales through the door. Then you're going to have a budget to come and hire someone like us to come and do some some professional video for you. Yeah, I love it. Just get just get started, right? What value do you see, or, or why is it important for a business to get some professional advice around this, even if it's not working with a marketing agency or a video strategist to do everything for them? What's the value in having a third party, someone just come in and you know, look at what you've got going on and, and help you define a strategy, much like what you guys do. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty process-driven um, and we're very much results-driven as well. So having somebody who can just come along and just give you a bit of guidance on direction in terms of, um, it might be even be as simple as defining what does your brand mean to you? You know, what are you, your unique selling points, your positioning of who you are as a business? Um, and all of those touch points where a customer can be in touch with you. Everything from your Facebook page right through to, you know, when they pick up the phone or walk on the door, are they getting that same feeling, that same atmosphere of you as an organisation? And that has to come across at every single step, especially any kind of imagery that you're putting out there, whether it be through your iPhone as you're going for a walk at lunchtime and you've thought of something and you're throwing up an Instagram story, whatever it may be, you know. Um, yeah, I guess that if you've got that plan in place, that actually results in a much more efficient use of your time, your resources, your money, because you're actually getting content that you can repurpose, um, and it's actually going to achieve your goals, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I find is that the benefit of having even if it is just, you know, a one or two hour workshop with someone to kind of sit down and help you work through this stuff as a business, you you often don't know what you don't know. And also there's this idea of the curse of knowledge, which is I think really interesting for businesses to consider is you, you're so deep in your business. Having that third party come in and look at your business from the outside really helps to kind of maybe unpack things that you hadn't even really considered that you're potential customers are seeing but you're not seeing and I think that's really really powerful um, yeah. yeah a lot of the people we work with our own operators so some of uh-huh. the smaller smaller businesses and they find I mean there's the age-old saying of spend less time in your business and more time on it but in reality if 
you are a very small team. It's actually impossible to get outside of your business and look from the outside in, which is where having somebody like our organisation come in and, like you say, just do an hour or two with you just to give you another perspective. Even if you pick up, you know, one or two small things that really could change your whole direction. Yeah, absolutely. Really good advice. So if you're working with a with a business and they've started implementing and doing some of this themselves, you know, I think what I sometimes see is that it, the potential for people to just kind of lose their way, they kind of, you know, maybe they're trying some things and they're not necessarily seeing the results that they had hoped, um, even though they have a plan in place when they start implementing um, they can often just get lost. So have you seen that happen before? And, and how would you yeah. help a business kind of get back on track? And, and Absolutely. And it can be as simple as um, we have I've got an example, a really recent example of this. We ran a multi-platform campaign where we had social media ad- advertising for this particular deal that our client was offering offering. Um, it was also digital placements on a whole bunch of sort of news apps and, and their websites. Um, and they were very strongly um, opinionated that their target audience should be 50 plus. And we agree with them, should absolutely be 50 plus, that's their target audience. So they said, we've got content, we don't need to film anything, we'll give it to you, we'll be good to go. We received the content and we discover that when they filmed it, they decided last minute to do it. They grabbed a few staff members who were all between 17 and 25. So instantly you look at that content and you go, you know what, this is just not going to work. But they yeah. probably, had they done it themselves, they wouldn't have actually understood what part of it was wrong. But straight away, that's something we pick up. So we repurposed the content. We pulled out the shots that were just the landscape images. We um, grabbed the shots that the people were quite far in the distance, so you couldn't really see what age they were. Recut all the videos, regraded them all so the colours were looking good, put them up, and it ended up being the highest sales month they've ever had in the history of their company. So Love it was it. a pretty good result. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm not sure if I answered your question, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. You took it in a, in a great direction. I think that's highly valuable. And it, it kind of leads into where I wanted to go next, which is, you know, if if a business is looking at hiring someone yeah. to produce video content for them, typically, you know, they might be looking for a videographer or video producer, video production company. That's what they're probably going through their head. But what do you think is the value of hiring a, a video production company or video producer that also considers themselves a video strategist? You know, and what's the distinction there, do you think? Yeah, um, it's an interesting one. I actually wonder how we ever achieved any results before we considered ourselves video strategists. Um, might have just been a bit of good luck, to be honest. <laughs> um, look, the, the benefit for us, I mean, in, and also in our photography that we do as well, and we've always said this, is we're not just artists. We truly understand the entire process. So we understand the process from what is your brand and what does it stand for? what are you selling, what's unique to you, right through to what are your goals, how are we going to measure them, where are your customers, all of the bits in between. The actual filming and production of the video itself is actually the smallest part of the process for us, which people would probably be quite surprised at. Um, But we approach it from a marketer's perspective. 
so that when we are filming it or planning it and then filming it, we are overshooting everything so that we've got content that can be repurposed later on. We're making sure we've got options for all the different platforms, all the different resolution shapes. Um, you know, even thinking outside the square, they might not just be doing digital placements. They might be doing things like trade shows where it has to be massive on a big wall or maybe it's going to be emailed direct to a customer. So how can it be changed up for that? All of those sort of things are in our mind when we're actually going through the process of planning and filming. So what would you say as you've kind of gone through the online video strategy blueprint course and, and started to implement that into what you do with your business? What's been the biggest shift or mindset shift for, for you guys in what you do? Oh, um, I think for us, it's, I'm almost um, saying the same thing I think to say to my clients is what I'm saying to myself here, is actually putting what's on your head in, on paper. I think a lot of video producers actually already know a lot of the stuff and they're already doing it. They just don't necessarily put it down in a planned format. So um, for us, it was just a matter of actually having, um, when I say paperwork, digital paperwork, you know, that actually has all of those pieces of the puzzle. And then the interesting thing is at the end of it, when it, you actually come to turning up on the film set, it's so much easier for everybody because you just go ahead, you know, and also the editors at the other end, you know, they know exactly what they're doing, what they're producing. It saves everybody's time, our time, it saves our clients' time, it saves their money. Um, that's probably been the biggest thing for us is actually just putting it into a process. Yeah, awesome. You know, I think um, what it really is about is is about making the process all leading towards the results for the client. It's not like you touched on it before. I think as video producers or like you say, even photographers as well, like you can get kind of uh, trapped in that creativity world, you know, which is great and we love it. We are are sort of a bit different to um, other people when it comes to being an artist. Yeah, yeah. About time time and time again I hear from businesses who have had a beautiful piece of video content created for them but didn't do anything for them it didn't get the results that they needed Mm. and that's just you know Mm. failing failing those businesses so you know I've seen that many a time as well and it's it's really disappointing because you know how much money and how much time they've put into actually going somewhere and filming and a lot of the stuff in New Zealand I don't know about Australia but um or the rest of the world but a lot of our stuff is actually um air based there's a huge amount of helicopters involved and that stuff does not come cheap you know that is you know the amount of times I've been hanging out of a helicopter holding the camera I I couldn't even tell you but you know you have to have poor unfortunate you Oh, it's terrible. flying over the beautiful landscape in New Zealand in a helicopter. Between that and going to the wineries, it's really tough. But, oh dear! Um, <laughs> come and visit us when our borders are open. Yeah, can't <laughs> so, wait. Yeah, but um, you know, without having it planning behind, even a small film set, you know, even with a couple of crew and you're at a, a council park or something, there's still costs involved with that time effort, and to not get those results is so disappointing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Can't agree more. So just uh, I'd love to suggest just for some final words from you, some parting words um, for the business owner out there who's potentially listening, who um, maybe they've made that mistake before where they've hired a video production company and they've 
they've got that beautiful content, but it hasn't got the results for them. You know, what would you say to these people to kind of steer them on the right track? Oh, uh, do your course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just take a step back if you can. You know what? Have a chat to your staff. Have a chat to your customers. Get a feel for what is it about your business that they love being involved with as staff members or as customers. Why did they buy from you? What brings you back? Um, you know, what is what makes them loyal to your brand and to your products? And and get your business. Think of your business as as having its own personality, and then putting that into your into your imagery and into your content um, is really going to bring that magic alive. Love it. Awesome. Elizabeth, I really appreciate you being part of the online video strategy blueprint community. Keep um, keep doing awesome work over there for your clients and keep um, delivering awesome results, which is what it's all about, you know. Um, thanks for joining me for this, for this chat. It's been awesome having you and hopefully it's motivated the listeners to think about their video strategy differently moving forward as well. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks so much to Elizabeth for joining me on this episode. I seriously love sharing these success stories of people practicing what I've been preaching and building themselves as video strategists to better serve their clients. It seriously pumps me up. So show notes for this episode, along with links to everything mentioned here on the show, will be over at engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 161. And don't forget this coming Friday, I'm releasing my brand new updated free training, The Rise of the Video Strategist. So register your interest, or if it's already Friday the 11th of September 2020, or it's past that time, then jump in now over at onlinevideostrategyblueprint.com. That link again, onlinevideostrategyblueprint.com. I'll see you over there for the free training. And until next week, I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, here to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective online video strategy. Bye for now.